Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hi, and welcome to episode 141. Don't pay for traffic, do this instead. Okay, so there's a lot of people out there running their online business by paying for it through advertising to drive traffic to their website. You know, and this could be Google ads, Facebook ads, direct advertising, and the list goes on. Now, look, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but what would happen if you could get this traffic for free? This would mean that the profit that your business makes each month would be a lot greater because you're not actually having to expense out and pay for the advertising to bring that traffic in. So your profit's going to go up. So one key thing I guess you should note is that paying for traffic is a good idea in some situations because it's quick. Whereas working on getting organic traffic naturally is a lot slower. So you need to take this into account with your business goals. If you're trying to do a quick startup and get traffic and and really rip into things, then paying for some of that traffic is probably a good approach. Whereas if if your business goals are, you know, over one to two years, you're going to slowly build up a website, then that, that slower organic traffic route is probably the best way to go. Okay, so how do we do this? There's a number of steps which you can do to help you get this organic traffic. Now, we've built a number of websites in our own portfolio, which we've done 100% organically without paying for any adverts. We've also got some which we do pay for adverts, so we do a bit of of both. But today I'm going to focus on that 100% organic growth. So the first thing that we did and we always would do at the moment, because it still works, even though some people think it doesn't, we buy an existing domain with a history and a good domain authority. Okay, so there's a lot of talk out there that this doesn't work anymore, but we've still seen good results for it. And I would still do it today. So the key thing to do if you're looking at doing this is find a domain that's relevant, very relevant to what your site is going to be about, because that's what's important. So you want to choose something that's in the same industry. So if you're about to launch an e-commerce site about, say, pets or pet products, if you could find a old domain that's got a good domain authority um, you know and it used to be tagged in or used to be associated with a pet store or um, some sort of pet product Um, you know it could be called um, dogspaws.com or something like that and it's it used to be used on a pet website then the connection that Google is going to make with it is going to be a lot more um, valid and you're going to get a lot more um, uh, progression and advancement with your site. So what this does, it helps you get up and going a lot quicker because Google looks at it and goes, well, look, that's an established domain name. It's got a good domain authority and it's about it's about pets and it's you know still related to pets of what it used to be. So it connects those dots. So definitely something that we would suggest still doing. 
So the next thing we focus on is setting up long tail keywords using the KGR method. Now I'm not going to go into the KGR method, um, but I would Google it if, if you want to know more. Basically it's a, a set of rules around the keywords and only you only choose the keywords that fit within those rules. Um, basically it means that you're going to set up your site and and produce your content around these long tail keywords. Okay, so one thing to remember is you don't need to have a content site to use this method. You can have an e-commerce site. You don't need to get stuck with the point of you need to produce content for only content sites. You could produce a blog on an e-commerce site using this method and bring organic traffic via the blog to your site and you'll still convert some of your um, products and things on your e-commerce site. So it's still a good valid method for e-com sites, for affiliate sites, all the rest of it. So it doesn't need to be about content sites. So don't get that sort of stuck in your head. The content is good for bringing organic traffic, no matter what your site's about. Okay, so when you load up your content, you want to make sure you're using a good search engine optimization plugin okay so when we talk about plugins we're talking about wordpress if you're using a different platform there are um you know different uh versions of what we'd call a plugin on those platforms but basically anything that optimizes your seo for your content you should be using on your site okay so that sets up your articles in a way that they're um well optimized for search engines and you're going to then get more traffic to those articles because of the setup that you've done with them. Okay, so again, use things like images and infographics. You know, infographics are great because they're very descriptive for people. And so people can come to your site and they'll look at it and go, wow, that really describes visually what I needed to know about a certain thing you know, that I'm, that I'm reading about. So infographics are great. We always also include a frequently asked questions section in most of our content. And the reason for that is a lot of search on Google these days is people simply asking questions. For example, where do I go and get my dog groomed? What is the best dog collar in 2023? You know, they're questions. So if you've got an FAQ section, you'll have certain questions listed there and Google will pick up on that and rank you for it. So FAQ sections are very much worthwhile including in your content. So then also once you've got your content loaded on your website, you can go to other platforms like medium.com um, or ScoopIt. Any of those platforms that allow you to post content and remember they put in a certain method to make sure that the content isn't seen by Google as duplicated because you don't want duplicate con of your content on your website and other places. What they basically do is that they tell Google that the original content is hosted on your website and this is a copy of it um, and to not penalize you for it. So sites like medium.com are really good because what you can do is you're basically putting your content on there and there's a whole lot of people that are you know, joined up to medium.com or use it 
frequently to read articles that aren't simply going on Google and coming to your website. They're going on to medium.com and they're picking up your content. So you're basically pushing all of your content in front of a whole new audience. And then remember, link it back to your site. It will automatically be a no-follow link. So it's um, what medium.com's doing is that they are telling Google not to send any link juice down to your site, but it doesn't matter because no-follow links are better than no links at all. And it does create a connection between your site and Medium. So then people can click on that link and come to your site. And they will if they're interested in what you're talking about in your content you will get people clicking through. So definitely a good approach to do is get that content loaded up on those other platforms. Then what we do is we schedule some social media posts around our content, okay? So that could be inf the infographics. We could use those as visuals on, on social media um, or any imagery. Basically what you're trying to do is put out some snippets of the content and bring people through from your social media to your website. We do this via an automated social media uh, software. We we use Missing Letter. That's just one of the uh, many scheduling softwares out there. And the point of that is that you can set it up and not necessarily forget it, but it certainly streamlines a lot of your social media posts and you're not having to work on it every day or even every week. So that's something to, to um, take note of and to get set up for your site. Okay, so what you want to do is then have a look and connect with some higher domain authority websites and look to do three-way links with them. Okay, so that's to build up your backlink. So I'm not talking about a link exchange where you link on, on their website and they link on your website, directing each other, uh, to each other's websites because Google's not that friendly about that these days so it's more of a three-way link so it might mean that they've got a, a partner site or you've got a partner site and so you can provide them with a link that's not not a direct link um, to your site but it's a direct link to the other site that you might have and then you can get a link from their site back to your site so it's kind of considered a three-way link it just doesn't have that direct um you link on mine and I'll link on yours sort of situation, which Google does, doesn't seem to like. So um, that's one thing we would do, we would also be doing is building up that backlink profile. So we've got, we're getting links from other high authority websites to our site. So it means that our site is seen as, as being worthwhile for those sites to link to. And Google looks at it and goes, right, well, if those sites are linking to our site, our site must be of a reasonable authority. And so they will send more traffic to us. And that's the way backlinks work. So if you follow all of these tips on your website, what you're going to see is that organic traffic will start to build and you'll become less reliant on paid traffic. Okay, so now a wee tip for you. One way to do this, because we know and we've talked about organic traffic can be slow to get and, you know, it can be a year or two years for you to grow that sort of trajectory of organic traffic up. 
if you want to get going earlier, there's a way, a method you can do, and that's to start out with paid traffic. So build your organic traffic in the background, start up with your paid traffic, and then as your organic traffic starts to grow, you can start to reduce your budget of your paid traffic, which will drop your paid traffic amount. So you're not going to get as much paid traffic coming to your site. But obviously, at that time, that's supplemented by the increase in your organic traffic. And so what you'll see is a downward curve on your paid traffic and an upward curve on your organic traffic. And you kind of want to manage that so you're getting the same amount of traffic to your website um, as you're dropping that paid traffic off because you've got that more organic traffic coming through. And so basically what you're trying to do is, is get a lot of traffic from the beginning, but then not have your website fully reliant on paid traffic as you go along. You've you've built this sort of more sustainable business because you've got this this organic traffic that you're not dictated by, you know, anyone who you're buying that advertising off. And and let's be realistic, if you're buying paid ads, you are reliant on that paid ad platform to continue to supply you those ads at a certain price they they're going to put their prices up and all the rest of it so you don't want to be just reliant on paid ads if you can help it right so hopefully that's sort of given you a way of looking at how you don't need to pay for traffic uh, if you need some more advice around this we've got over 300 helpful articles on how to do this with your website and how to grow it organically so you can go to our website at emilyandblair.com uh, if you're looking for a website to buy rather than building your own again it, we would recommend flipper.com because they're one of the world's largest marketplaces to buy and sell websites on and it might be that you can use this method you can go and buy a cheaper site on flipper and then grow it using the methods we've talked about today if you're stuck, use our contact form on our website and get in touch. We do reply to our emails and we can help you out. That's all we've got time for in episode 141. Don't pay for traffic. Do what we've talked about today instead. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.